0: We put so much responsibility on these two little bands of tissue in the middle of our necks. When they don't do what we need them to do, we can either try to beat or push them into submission or get some expert help. So, what can a vocal coach really do? Hello, this is Judy Rodman. You're listening to All Things Vocal podcast. This is the audio version of the blog you can find at judyrodman.com. I can fix you, I can teach you, I can make you sing. A vocal coach worth their salt can help a student develop their full vocal potential. I think you know that. They can also help a singer or speaker conquer pesky vocal issues that come from bad habits, stressful career situations, and harmful vocal misinformation. There are many things that can limit your voice, and most are quickly fixable. Here's a top 10 list of vocal issues that you should expect to conquer when you work with a good vocal coach. Number one, vocal strain. Of course, I would start with that one. This cuts to the core of vocal ability. Vocal strain has cut many a star, singer, or speaker's career short, due to the irritation and eventual damage that comes from repeatedly straining the voice that causes them to cancel shows and tours. The first thing a good vocal coach should do is assess what's causing the strain. Then a corrective technique should be taught to counter whatever the faulty habit, belief, or fear, or combination thereof is found. Almost always, breath control has got to be increased. Often, the throat is tight, too. If the student still feels vocal strain, even when applying the technique change, the vocal coach should suggest that an ENT, fellowship trained if possible, be consulted. In extreme cases, vocal rest may be necessary, but only for a limited time because new vocal technique needs to be practiced into muscle memory as soon as possible to get the vocal apparatus stronger, more flexible, and more coordinated in its many fine adjustments. Here's a caution. Please know that a good vocal exercise correctly performed will never, never strain your voice. If it does, it's either a bad or counterproductive exercise or you're doing it wrong, so stop, don't do it. The second thing a vocal coach can help you with, limited vocal range. Most singers can sing higher and lower than they think. They just don't know how to get their voice into the best frequency resonance placement zones for the extremes of their range. A coach should again watch the student sing and assess the reasons for the range limitations. For popular genres, training for higher notes almost always involves developing a better mix of registers in the middle voice, specifically getting the head voice register, helping the chest voice lighten up as it goes up so that the singer can sing higher in full voice, which is what we call the upper chest voice, without straining, and then seamlessly transition to a matching sort of head voice. Low notes can be instantly more reachable and rich with corrective techniques that let the larynx settle, but don't lower the larynx too much, which causes dark hootiness down there. And as a bonus, extending the low range correctly also can release freedom in the higher range, but only if good technique is used. The third thing a vocal coach can help you with, weak voice. The voice can be strengthened in many ways, but it's a huge and completely unnecessary mistake to try to get a stronger voice by pushing it in a way that leads to vocal strain. A good vocal coach will help you increase your vocal volume by teaching you to power your breath with the feeling of compression centered in the pelvic floor. By opening your throat so laryngeal vibration has access to all resonation zones and by clarifying your communicative focus. Here's something to ponder. What is power? You can create a very powerful response to your voice, even with soft verses, with hushed intensity, if you know how. And the fourth way a vocal coach can help you. Numb or emotionally disconnected performance. Even a technically great performance is quite useless unless it's in the service of communicating a message. A good vocal coach will not just teach technique. They'll teach the singer or speaker how to choose the point of the spear, using the voice to deliver a message so compelling that it gets the specific response desired. Once again, the core cause of the performance numbness or disconnection must be assessed. Correcting the vocalist's mental focus, learning to think in such a way that the voice knows its job, can breathe life instantly into a deadened voice no matter how distracting or fear-provoking the performance situation is. A good coach should show you how to go there. The fifth thing a vocal coach can help you with, chronic laryngitis from vocal abuse, Laryngitis for any serious voice is not to be ignored. Actually, it's not to be ignored by anyone because it could be an early sign of cancer. If the cause is viral or bacterial upper respiratory infection or other organic disease or condition, the cause should be assessed and treated by a physician. If, on the other hand, any degree of laryngitis is from overblowing vocal cords Tightening the throat channel, tongue base, or muscles in the neck, articulating from the wrong place in your mouth, or any other terrible vocal habit, a good vocal lesson can change your life. You should, by the end of the lesson, find immediate improvement in the feeling and sound of your voice. Then you need to learn how to create new habits of your corrected techniques. You may need more than one lesson to be sure you're practicing correctly to create consistent new muscle memory for speaking and singing. The sixth thing a good vocal coach can help you with, unwanted voice cracks. Never yodel unless you mean to. Yodeling can be great fun. One of my students, Taylor Ware, won America's Got Talent with yodeling, which she actually taught herself. But later, she came to me to help with her mixed voice and help her not yodel for other kinds of singing she wanted to do. If you perform yodeling songs or use a crack or cry strategically here and there for stylized emotional effect when you sing, that's one thing. But unwanted voice breaks, surprise note cracks, Big differences in the sound of upper chest voice and lower head voice and straining when you sing full voice in your upper chest register are another. They are all evidence of a lack of mix in your middle voice. Good vocal coaching will help you change this by teaching you to approach your middle voice range with better breath control and with subtle movements that allow different pitches to find their sweet spots in your resonation zones instead of being made to go where they don't want to go. Because trust me, they will complain. The seventh thing a vocal coach can help you with, lack of vocal control. You must be able to control your voice to allow the fine movements necessary for precision pitch, even rhythm, smooth vocal licks, in volume levels that are not extreme even when your dynamics change and notes at the extremes of your range are sung control of your voice also enables you to make more nuanced choices in vocal tone colors articulation scoops and other stylistic choices these nuances enable you to communicate more powerfully because they're more human a good vocal coach will help improve all of these things mainly by improving the balance between your breath support and control. When you get breath right, your vocal apparatus is able to operate with much more efficiency and therefore effectiveness. The eighth thing a vocal coach can help you with, pitch inaccuracy. Being able to sing in tune is, as just mentioned, heavily dependent on good breath technique. It's also, of course, dependent on the ability of your ears brain, and vocal cords to coordinate in the act of aiming at pitch. A good coach will give you exercises for pitch practice to educate and coordinate your neural pathways from ear to brain to vocal apparatus. Be assured, because I've witnessed it, even people who believe or have been told that they are tone deaf can almost always learn to aim at pitch if they're willing to work at it. Because you're gonna need to practice your aim on your own a lot, a good coach needs to make sure that you know how to do the suggested routines. This can involve showing you notes on the real or virtual piano or guitar to use in your practice, right in the range you need to be working. And if you can't tell if you're on the note or not when you're by yourself, a coach will help you brainstorm who you do know that's got a good ear And would be willing to assess your aim between lessons. For those who can hear it but not hit it, your vocal coach should be very specific about how you practice corrective techniques to free your voice to move more precisely. The ninth thing a vocal coach can help you with style concerns. I think of genres of music as languages. Many things are involved in differentiating these languages including where the rhythm falls in relation to the pocket, articulation clarity, phrasing, typical vocal licks or the lack thereof, types and usages of vibrato, scoops and slurs or the lack thereof, throat configurations creating vocal tone choices. The thing is, if you sing a type of song with the wrong style language, It won't translate the message very well to the listeners of that genre. You will sound inauthentic. If you want to improve your ability to sing in a particular style, make sure the vocal coach you're considering is familiar with and teaches that style. A good teacher will be able to help you transition from one style of singing to another and back again for songs you want to sing in your former genre. Don't be afraid to learn different languages. Just make sure you're in the right one for the right songs. The tenth thing that a vocal coach can help you with is a lack of warm-up. Not warming up before any significant vocal performance is like a serious athlete not warming up before the game. Crazy. There are different ways to warm your voice up, and the benefits of doing so include both sounding better and protecting your instrument. A good vocal coach will teach you not only vocal exercises, but more importantly, as I've said before, how to do them properly. Again, please know this, at no time should a properly executed vocal exercise cause you vocal strain. If it does, don't do it. Just sing a song to warm up. A good vocal coach will also remind you not just to warm up, but to cool down your voice after significant gigs. That can really make a difference in how your voice feels the next day. Okay, if you've made it this far, I have a special bonus for you. I couldn't stop at 10. (laughs) Number 11 is a bit of a catch-all, but I call it mysterious vocal issues that a vocal coach can help you with. There are many other vocal limitations that vocal training with a good coach can address and conquer. Most are offshoots of breath, open throat, or performance focused mistakes. But some can come from other physical or neurological issues. Strange H breaks in your singing or your sustains. It can be caused by a lack of breath control or by a hidden condition of acid reflux. Articulation sluggishness. This can come from a habit of forming syllables with a tight jaw and tongue, or it could come from a stroke. The inability to sustain tone evenly, it's almost always a breath balance issue, but it also can come from fear-caused tightness in the diaphragm, in the chest. A strange catch or uncontrolled or irregular vibrato in your voice, combined with shortened vocal range, It could be a combination of breath and tight throat conditions, or a neurological issue, anything from muscle tension dysphonia to spasmodic dysphonia, or a partially or fully paralyzed vocal cord. Breath that doesn't last long enough for phrases? This could be a bad phrasing strategy, bad strategy limiting your inhales, or COPD or other lung disorder. Chronic breathiness? This can be a false assumption about necessary airflow, swollen vocal cords from abuse, or cancer. The main thing to know is that a mysterious vocal issue is not okay. The cause or causes must be discovered. Any mystery a good vocal coach can't make better immediately. It doesn't mean they can conquer it completely because you might need to practice some things to get it into muscle memory, but they should be able to make it better immediately. Any issue they can't should be investigated by a doctor, a fellowship-trained ENT if possible because they specialize in the voice. Get to a voice center if you can. Then, with good advice, you can know the best plan of attack for your issue or issues. Your team of expert help should include an intuitive vocal coach. It may also need to include a doctor, chiropractor, masseuse, nutritionist, and or psychologist. But don't put up with vocal issues. Get the help you need for your precious voice. You only get one. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have, please leave me a review. It helps so much. This is Judy Rodman, and you can always find me at JudyRodman.com. See you next time for All Things Vocal, a podcast for singers, speakers, vocal coaches, and studio producers.